to another episode of We Did That Shit Podcast, where we talk about who did some shit, what we learned from shit, and how we got through some shit. I'm Maya. And I'm Babi. Hey, podcast family. We appreciate your support, and we hope your week was the shit. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Remember to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at We Did That Shit. What's up? <laughs> hey, Maya. What you was waiting for the big grandio? Hey! <laughs> I mean, I realized that's just not who I am, you know? I'm more of a what's up. You know? More than a hey, girl! Yes, I was waiting for the bubbly. Mm. What's going on? How was your week? My week was pretty good. I um, what did I do this week? Damn, my short term memory is crazy. I really didn't do much this week, but I did have an outing. Mm. I um went to go make holiday wreaths with my friends. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. And yeah. you know, when they first got me into it, I was like, holiday wreaths? Who the hell is getting into this? Who wants to do this? You know, but I went because it's like, oh, yeah, let's spend some girl time together. Oh, okay. But it was super fun. I'm a crafter now. Um, <laughs> one reef. I'm a crafter. Okay. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> it looks nice, though. It's I really did cute. not know that I could make anything. Because right. <laughs> I can't even cut a straight line with scissors. Oh. The only thing that I can do that's even remotely crafty is rap presents. Like, I'm a hell of a rapper. I don't know how to make stuff mm. or draw stuff or, you know, be crafty. You don't. Because as soon as you talk about making anything, you'd be like, I'm going to call Janae. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my god sister because that's a damn crafter for your ass. And she doing, she is out here crafting it up. She can make curtains. She can make pillows. She can do wall decorations. She paints. She makes t-shirts. Mm. Anything that you think about. She does it. I told her I was waiting for her to make a house because that's the next on the list. Like, again, yeah, I feel eventually she going to be because she not do drywall and everything. So eventually she's probably like going to build a house. And I can't wait for it. Um, but, yeah, the reef making class was great. Some bullshit happened at the reef making class, though. What? I'm, exactly. just, hearing, I'm just hearing about this. Yes. Well, the reef making class was, it just happened. It happened like three days ago. Well, I, you know, I didn't get into it, but I'm getting into it now. So we did the reef making class. The reef making company was owned by a black woman. Mm -hmm. She was from Philly. Mm -hmm. So me and her had a lot in common. She was like, Oh, where are you from? And I was like, Jersey. She was like, I'm from Philly. What part? And I said, Camden. She was like, girl, (laughs) because you know, you grew up there. Right. And um, so I was super excited when we walked in and it was owned by a black woman. Like, right. You know, and that was cool. Me and her hit it off. Like I said, we probably go get drinks or something. I'm just out here meeting new people. I don't even recognize. Look at you. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, the class was mixed. So it was some of us mm. and some other people. Oh, 
And at the end of the class, me and my girlfriends was like, well, we'll just stay and have drinks. Okay. So that's what we did. Mm-hmm. We sit across from each other. This white chick down the couple seats down from us, she's gesturing toward us and whispering to her friends about something. And the whisper wasn't something nice. It wasn't like, oh, look at them beautiful black women over there. It was like something like negative. You know, I watch everything. So I peep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay. I told my girlfriends, I said, we probably need to move our seats. They was like, why? I said, because this bitch over here, and I pointed to her, and I was very loud. I know she heard me. I was mm-hmm. like, saying something about us, and y'all already know that if she keeps saying something about us, I'm going to say something to her. Mm-hmm. I don't like nonsense. And that right. was, it was nonsense, because I don't even know where it came from. So then, we still sitting, chilling, drinking. My girlfriend orders something to eat. It comes out. It goes next to the girl. She's looking all crazy. Then she looks at my girlfriend real crazy, says something else about my girlfriend to her friend. By that point, I pushed my girlfriend back and I said, do you know her? She was like, excuse me? I was like, do you know her? And she was like, oh, no. I said, oh, because you keep motioning down here and you keep pointing to her. And I'm wondering, like, what's the problem? Do you know her? She was like. Oh, no, I was just wondering who ordered food. I said, well, it ain't nothing but a certain amount of people sitting at this table. Why are you worried about who ordered food at my table? Hello. That's it. What are you right. worried about it for? Right. Do you know her? What is the issue? She was like, oh, no, no, it's nothing. And I was like, yeah, all right. You know, I'm like a nice person. But don't do goofy shit. Don't do that's goofy. And I'm watching you do it the whole time. I couldn't hold it in. I couldn't hold it in and just let it slide. I couldn't because I feel like you have a problem with this girl that's sitting next to me. She's my friend. What's the problem? What we doing? And not just just that. People have to learn that they can't whisper and point and just do anything they want to do out in public. Like at some point, you have to start checking people. Hello. You have to call them on the carpet for they bull spit. You have to do it. So, yeah. Well, I was going to do it anyway because, mm-hmm. again, I was already having that kind of week that it was just like a bunch of nonsense going on. And I was just, you know, like at my moment where I was probably fed up. And now you doing dumb shit while we done sat here and had a good old time making reefs. I'm a crafter. And mm-hmm. you had to follow it up with the, the nonsense. So other than that, though, the week was pretty good. The reef making class was great. And here we are. How about you? How was your week? My week was a learning experience. I really um, am learning. It is so crazy. There's never a bad time to learn. But because these things are happening at this time of year, it Mm -hmm. is literally blowing my mind Mm -hmm. what I'm learning about myself. So you want to share I will will share a few things, you know, over the course of a few podcasts. Oh, you can't get it on today. (laughs) It's too much. It's it's blowing. It literally is blowing my mind what I'm learning about myself. And that's what I will say that one of the prayers that I always pray is, Lord, show me who I am. Mm -hmm. You know, show me who I am so that I can uh, ask for forgiveness. Mm. or or fix it or whatever but show me 
who I really am. Mm -hmm. And you don't know who you really are until you are in a situation or you're going through something or, or something. And I am really learning who I am. So you know how I feel about my job. I love, 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 love my work. Mm-hmm. The job, not mm-hmm. so much. But I was having a conversation with someone else today on social media. And I it really did. I was talking to uh, 12 Kyle. Shout out to 12 Kyle. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we were having a conversation about um, his most recent episode. And if something clicked in me, like I, January 9th, I'll be at my job two years. And the only other place I've ever worked longer than that was the AIDS Coalition. But I love the AIDS Coalition. You know, mm-hmm. I, I like, it, it couldn't even send me home one time. They was like, but me, you have to be out of the building by 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. The alarm set and the police are not coming to get you. I'm, right. You know, you could, you had to like drag me out of that place. I loved it. So, but this is the only job I have had for that long that, you know, when somebody got on my nerves, I didn't just like, I don't need this shit. Bye. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so proud of myself. I'm proud of you too. I really am. And it's not all, a lot of it has to do with it, but it's not all about the mortgage Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I feel like- it has a lot to do with it. You think you think twice once you get that mortgage payment. Exactly. You do think twice, like eh. because you know, my philosophy has always been, you know, this is a job, I get another one. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't have time for this. I don't have no time for no work stress in my life. They all I I really wholeheartedly believe that uh do something you love and you'll never have to work a day in your life. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that. And I I want that for my life. Mm-hmm. However, even with the the trials that I go through at this job, it really is strengthening me, and it's teaching me that I'm not the only one with passion. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think different about a lot of different things. And even if you're in a difficult situation, you can still help somebody. Some people count on you as the stronger person now they'll use you too but mm-hmm. they'll count on you as the stronger person to help them get through what they're going through and their experiences at the job so that was just something i was like wow i can't even believe it <laughs> <laughs> well good for you i mean you're always learning always you always, always should be learning. Should, you should be yeah let's say that should be because people don't always learn you know and you hope that you learn from your experiences you hope that you learn from your mistakes and so the fact that you are learning from those things then that's that's great and it's a powerful breakthrough it really is and it also lends to the fact that you're never too old even though i'm just 25 with experience Mm-hmm. You know, you're never too old to learn new things, especially about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's how my week was. I had a nice revelation. You know, I had a, a cozy week. Um, it's the last. It's wrapping up my birthday season, though. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, how was it? How was your birthday season? Mm, it was average, and well, I'm not. I'm not used to some that. years is average. No, you know what I mean? no, no. It will never be average again. I have plans for next year. I mean, I've I've even planned for in case of emergency, in case this doesn't pan out, do that, do that. Like I can mm-hmm. never have another birthday season like this. 
I mean, I love everybody who has celebrated with me, wished me a happy birthday, you know, went out playing things. Mm-hmm. The calendar was still pretty full, but, you know, no, I cannot have another one like this ever. Mine is coming up. Yes. Going to be a, it's a milestone birthday. Yes, it is. Everybody knows I'm going into my next checkbox. I have a lot of plans for my birthday and we'll see what happens how they pan out i mean you know we're going on a vacation so right. that's always a good thing it's always a plus i'm having a little party that's gonna be nice um uh, me and my girlfriends are going out we're going to a bar crawl then we're gonna go hang out we're gonna do a dc brunch that's like a party you know i mean i got some stuff that we're gonna do mm-hmm. and hopefully i stay up for all of it because i that's- feel tired thinking about it you won't be tired, but I just want to uh, mention that sounds like you're having a birthday season yourself. Well, I have a good time on my birthday, you know, a season on my birthday because I make sure that I do. But I don't have all the plans or all the, oh, do this because it's my birthday. Give somebody a hug. Pay for their two <laughs> dozen of donuts in line. You know, I don't have that. Well, you don't have to have that for your birthday to be a season. You well, know. yeah, you're right. Just, well, then if that's the case, then my birthday definitely is a season. It's a season, right. You know, that's It'll be great. a good time. It's going to be a good right. time. And then who knows, next year you'll be like, you know what? I want people to do a little extra. Little, little, little philanthropy, little volunteering, all for your birthday. Because your birthday season is, you know, Martin Luther King's birthday time. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to be out doing something anyway. Exactly. You can add that into your season. I'll keep you posted. (laughs) So, who did some shit this week? It's not a lot of good things going on this week. And I feel like that's been a recurring theme. It's never like good things going on. And I want it to be good things going on because it's the holiday season, the season of celebrating. And you know, and- I, I I can't stand that movie, Best Man Holiday. So mm-hmm. please don't Best Man Holiday me. Are you about the Best Man Holiday me? Well, I wanted to, we at the podcast wanted to send um, a rest in peace out. You know, a crew member was killed on yes. the set of uh, Power yes. in New York early Monday. Um, he was struck by a car in yes. New York City. Pedro Jimenez, he was 63, and he died. Like I said, he was hit by an SUV at about 4.20 a.m. Um, he was putting out cones. Yeah, he putting out cones. Yeah. He was a production assistant. A car hit him and what did they ever say because i've read it but i didn't read the whole article and that's my bad but did they say that it was a hit and run no it wasn't a hit and run he was um it was early in the morning so it was still dark Mm -hmm. and the the driver didn't see him Mm. and he hit him he pulled over you know waited for the ambulance to come and everything he succumbed to his injuries at the hospital Yeah. yeah so that was sad to hear um and i know that all of the people on the power set, they were sending out their condolences to his family. Right. Want to do the same thing, so you know, rest in peace to him and condolences to his family. Right, and they stopped the production of the show for it's still on delay. It's yeah. Well, I would yeah. assume so because I mean, even as a product, a production assistant or anybody that's on the set, you get close to them, and you're filming something for months at a time. You build a rapport with people. You become like a family. I mean, this mm-hmm. is this what sixth season of Power. You've been working with these people for six years. It's not just that though, because it happened outside. 
then they go back into all of the permits and all the stuff that they have to get. They may yeah. have to start reevaluating the times that they can shoot, shoot. where mm -hmm. they can shoot, the locations. Do they need to close the road? I met a guy in Aruba. That's what he does for a living. They do that. And he was telling me all the stuff that goes into production, you know, securing the spaces and the streets and all that stuff. And that's why they have to shut down for a while, which they need the grieving time anyway. Yeah. It's just really sad. It is. And keeping on the somber note, because like I said, it's not a lot of good things going on. We want to also give our rest in peace and our condolences to Mackenzie Adams family. Oh my gosh, this um, is horrible. This yeah. is horrible. She was the nine-year-old fourth grader from Linden, Alabama, who took her own life on Monday. Um, she hung herself in her grandmother's home and they are saying that she committed suicide after she endured months of racist bullying and taunts. Mackenzie's mother and grandmother said that they complained to the State Board of Education about what she was going through. And she attended the U.S. Jones Elementary School, most of which they said centered around her friendship with a little white boy. So mm -hmm. apparently she rolled to school with this white boy and she was getting taunted and bullied for it. They said that she was being bullied the entire school year with words such as kill yourself. You think you're white because you ride with that white boy. You ugly black B-I-T-C-H just die. The police conducted uh, an investigation. They are saying uh, the Linden, Alabama Police Department is saying that they don't have anything on record at the school, you know, nor anything filed with the police that suggests that the child was being bullied. But if I am a mother of a nine year old who has committed suicide and I'm telling you that this is what was going on with my child. And another thing is, is like it says that they filed complaints with the U.S. Board of Education. I'm just confused on how they don't have anything on record stating that this happened. The mother is saying right. that the child went to the school um, officials and told them what was going on. And of course, the school officials are saying, oh, no, that never happened. At this point, it's not about placing blame on anybody. You know, the child is gone. Right. And she committed suicide. And and it just right. makes you feel like, what does a nine-year-old child know, know about, about suicide? suicide? I know. Now, bullying is bad. I don't know if it's out of control because children bully. Mm -hmm. I, I was bullied. I may have bullied. My sister is the biggest bully in creation. Mm -hmm. You know, there's people that we haven't seen in 25 years. And they say, where's your sister? She's still beating up people. So I don't know if it's any more now than it was then. I However, think that they, go ahead. I'll let you finish. I think that there's something different in the coping. Mm -hmm. And what in the world does a baby know about? Because you can try to rationalize with an adult. Mm -hmm. you know, suicide is a very permanent, permanent. Mm -hmm. solution to a temporary problem. And it, it robs you of any hope. Mm -hmm. you know, and I always say, 
suicide kind of hits me because I just can't imagine what it would be like to live with no hope. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. I have been down. Mm-hmm. Things have happened to me. I've been bullied. All kinds of things. But I always had hope. Mm-hmm. This is not going to be always. Let me just fix this and get to the next part. I, I did it. Oh, well, I have to suffer the consequences. Whatever it is, I always have hope. Mm-hmm. But to end my life, to fix a very fixable, easy fix problem, I, I can't even imagine what that baby, and, and that's hard for me to fathom for an adult, but for this baby. Right. I think that a lot of it has to do, you know, we, I, I hate to be the person that's like, oh, social media is to blame for everything. But I will say that I think that it's the access that we have going on today. I think that it's the access that the children have to just everything. Just think about it. When we grew up, you didn't have access to something. You didn't have, I mean, something happened. Your parents watched it on the news at 11 o'clock. You you didn't know what was going on. You you were none the wiser at nine years old. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But now you have it where you can just, you know, open up your little tablet and just see all kinds of things. Kids can see that other children committed suicide. They can see that people, other people are getting bullied. They could see the bully right then and there. Just not like you had to see them at school. Now I can bully you outside of school. I can bully you all night because I'm on social media. And a lot of these kids have access to this stuff. Their parents are giving them access to, you know, having social media accounts and stuff like that. And they're not monitoring necessarily what they're doing online or anything. And that's not, in no way am I placing blame on um, this baby's mother, that's what right. I'm doing. But what I am saying is, is that I think that that plays a role in what we are seeing as an increase of children committing suicide. Like you said, it's a permanent solution, solution to, to a, a temporary, temporary problem. As a child, you can't know what that means. You know, right. your mind right. is not developed enough to know that if I do this, I never come back. This is the final, final. Your mind is not developed enough to know that. But if you see that, if you have access to that, if you see that this is what other people are doing, you know, then you think, oh, okay, well, this will stop the bullying. That's the way that you may process it. So I think that it's just that people have too much access now. And it also speaks to what you said, coping. You know, I don't think that people know how to cope. I don't think that they're practicing, you know, all those things that you said, you've been down, but you felt like this because I could get through it. I had hope. I don't think that people are practicing coping skills. They're not practicing having hope. You know, hope is not something that just comes automatically. You know, it's something Mm -hmm. that you have to believe in. You have to believe that you're going to get up. You have to believe that, you know, this is just temporary. You got to believe that I'm going to be able to pay my bills next week. Everybody don't have that. And it's just a sad thing to see because this child is so young. I I just don't think children have any idea what they're doing. You know, I just, it makes me angry. The baby was even experiencing something like that. And like you said, bullying is definitely not new. It's not, not at all. You. It's just again access. 
it's more mm-hmm. access. So now I, I I don't have to wait until the next day when I see you to bully you from eight to two oh, in school. Okay. You know, right. I can bully your ass all day. All right. day. I can bully you when we in school, when we leave, I'm still saying stuff to you. You know, that night when I can, you know, it's, and that's in your mind. Now that's in your mind. And it doesn't take long for somebody to tell you that you're nothing for you to believe that you're nothing. Mm-hmm. Especially if when you're thing, young. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Because we know how children are. Children are cruel. Let's just be right. real. Like you said, you've been bullied and you've right. had people bully you. And in back in the day, you didn't even look at it as bullying. No. As we talking about each Teasing. other. Right. Is you teasing each other. We right. cracking on each other. I mean, you my know. name, my name is Baby. Yeah. That tells you how much I've been bullied. Right. <laughs> like, like, or yeah. even when you think about it, like you and your friends sitting around and you talking about the dirty kid in school and you like, yeah, right. she's dirty, this, that, and the third. Right. You don't know how that affects somebody. And you weren't thinking about how it affected somebody. It, right. And and they was dirty. But go exactly. ahead. Exactly. <laughs> but in my in our day, I don't know anybody who was nine years old that committed suicide or even with fathom yeah. knowing how to right. hang themselves. Right. You know, but again, the access. You got YouTube, you have um, social media accounts. People are doing all kinds of stuff for likes and clicks and views. And yeah. they might just be playing around, yeah. you know, and, and, and I'm thinking, oh, okay, well, this is what we do. Oh, you wrap something around your neck and then you put it on a doorknob and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. To me, I think that this generation is a catch 22. Like mm-hmm. you have so much access. So it's so good because. You would think like the kids are smarter because they have access, but then things like this happen. Because they can't, it doesn't make them smarter because they can't process what's going on. They don't have the knowledge to process what is really going on. Also with suicide, most people who try to -hmm. commit suicide are unsuccessful. And most of that is because they really are trying to get the attention. And not really complete the course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's very possible. And then again, a young mind can't decipher that. Mm-hmm. So it's very possible she could have been seeking major attention, even if she was reporting it, even if her parents were reporting it. Sometimes, and this has happened to me at my job, things happen, you report it, and you're muted. They just act like it never happened, nobody said anything. And if I didn't save the emails, there would be no evidence Exactly of the report. But, exactly. you know, sometimes people get muted and they feel like, and I'm telling you, getting muted is a tough thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm a grown up and, and children look to their parents to fix everything. Of so course. if my mom and my grandma went up there and they couldn't fix it, this thing is unfixable. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe if I do this and you know, you don't even know if that was her, her intention was to end her life, but to show whomever she needed to show the severity of the situation. This is terrible. This it is, is definitely best man holiday. Ugh. Yeah, this is terrible Oof. that the family has to go through this in general before the holidays. Um, they do have a GoFundMe pay- campaign for donations. It's under the McKenzie Foundation, if anybody would like to give. And um, we just want to keep the family uplifted in prayer. And again, say rest in peace to this beautiful child and condolences to her family. 
Let's get off of a song. Yes. Yes. Mm. I'm going to tell you Mm. earlier today during the morning rush hour in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Um, East Rutherford is in North Jersey and it's where it's in the same town where the Giants Giants play. Mm -hmm. Yes. Where Giants play on route three, which is heavily traveled um, during rush hour, a driver crashed into the back of a Brinks truck. The doors swung open and, and money came out and money was all over the highway. And so, of course, people saw the money flying around, stop their cars in the middle of the highway and start jumping out and just picking up money from the air, off the ground, on the shoulder, everywhere. It was just a, a crazy backup this morning on Route 3 in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Wouldn't you? I don't even know if I would remember to put my car in park. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm just thinking, like, damn, why wasn't yes. I in Jersey today? That it was like snowing money. I was looking at the videos, like, oh my goodness, it was just so much money. And then mm-hmm. other people were like, uh, you know how people are, move it. I have to get to work. Oh, you're gonna you have to get, get to work. Exactly. I look, I'm sorry. Now, usually I have consideration for other people. Maybe I would have pulled my car over in the shoulder, but I definitely would have been like, don't hit me and picking up money, jumping in front of your car. Like, don't hit me. It was a lot of money. Nobody else. If you tell me that I'm driving down the highway and it's raining money, I'm not thinking about a nobody else. I feel like you. Did you put your car in park? Because I would just be like, girl, get out. And for the people who are like, Oh, you know, you're going to have to give that money back. Right. They got to find me first. You got to prove how much I took. You can't. That that's money is insured. Let it go. There was a guy walking along the median. Yes. And he was on the phone like, yo, yeah, the money's out here. He said he's picking and talking. Like, yeah, I got a hundred bucks so far. Oh, no, I'm just walking. And then the other person who was like, their clip was on the news. She all looking at in his face on the video camera and everything. Yeah, don't she was do just that. a hater. She don't was a hater because she was she on was the wrong Sparta side of the Evans, street. Yeah. She was Florida Evans. That kind of stuff reminds me of Florida Evans. Florida Evans from the Good Times show. Oh she never wanted that family to prosper. Ever. She would be one of them kind of people. When James found that bag of money, first thing she right. said, give it back, James. Give yeah. it back. No, you live in the projects. The Lord Spend is trying it. to tell you something. Okay? <laughs> and that's what I would say. You know what? Jesus, I seen what you did for others. Do yes. that for me. Thank Amen. you. Amen. <laughs> People was out there. They put their hoods on and everything so you can't see them. And hey, do what you got to do. I'm just saying, it was a gift. Right. Somebody's about to have a very Merry Christmas. Okay. Even when you wasn't thinking about buying gifts, listen, a gift for everybody now. Exactly. (laughs) Got free money. Thanks. Can you believe it's Christmas already? No, this year flew by. I I can't even believe that it's about to be 2019. I feel like 2018, really, it feels like a blur. Right. I don't know. This year flew by. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And it's, it's about to be Christmas. And I really wanted to talk about New Year's resolutions, but not New Year's resolutions like get ready to make them. New Year's resolutions, the ones you didn't accomplish. 
Okay. I feel like when the end of the year comes, you know, my new year starts in spring. Mm-hmm. Spring, I get revived. I don't really do the new year resolution thing, but the end of the year, there'll be two more weeks in 2018. Two more weeks is plenty of time to accomplish some things that you wanted to do on your new year's resolution. I think so. It's, it's two weeks is plenty of time, plenty of time to do some things. That's okay. shit that's on my you know. All right. Well, that's some good shit. Let's let's hear what you have for finishing up your year strong. But, you know what? That's why we cousins. We here. <laughs> we here. Finish strong. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the message that we want to get out there. Finish strong. Don't think about all the things you didn't do, what didn't happen, how things didn't go well. You still have time to focus on what you want to do and project your year starting right now mm-hmm. into 2019. So the first thing I want to talk about is the biggest thing. Usually it's the biggest obstacle for people to achieve their goals. Which is? Procrastination. You're talking which, about me now. Of which I am chief. I know. Yes. <laughs> Look it up in a dictionary. My name, my my picture is smiling back at you like, hey girl, you procrastinating looking at this. Mm-hmm. I am I am such a procrastinator that I have convinced myself that I work best under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> that is nuts. You know? That is nuts. I mean, I mean I've been that way since college, so I understand. It's true. I had, I was like, you know what? It's, it's all right. You work good under pressure, girl. Right. Got to be the best line. You do your best, you do the best work. <laughs> yeah, that's a lie. It is. It's a lie. Stop. You don't have to do everything under pressure. And life will throw you enough curves that you will have pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, you will be having to do things under pressure. So stop procrastinating. So that's one thing you could do to finish strong. Stop procrastinating. Do something today. I I agree. I think that, you know what, the next time you think about procrastinating, you think about something that you've been putting off. Notice what you say to yourself, like Bibby says. Notice that, you know, really pay attention to what you say to yourself to put it off and change that, you know, change right. your mindset right. and then the procrastination will get better. So I, I agree. Right. So you have to stop procrastinating. Um, and one of the things you can do is have important conversations, mm-hmm. have important conversations. And I, I believe in independence and all of that, you know, all oh, your ladies independent, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I believe in that, but we were not created to be independent, mm-hmm. you know, pay your own bills, all that kind of stuff. I'm not talking about that, but we were not people were not created to be independent, but we were created to be dependent. Mm -hmm. That's why, you know, it's, it's not Bibby, it's Bible. God saw that there was none. Adam needed a help me. So he made Eve. He said, we are, we all, we all form one body. We are one body. All people form one body of Christ. So it's important to, before the year is out, have some important conversations with the people that you know you need to have an important conversation with. 
I wholeheartedly, you know, this is like my biggest thing. I do it all the time. I feel like if there's something you've been carrying around with you and you're not saying, say it. Because you know what I always say to you? It doesn't matter how the other person receives it or how they feel about it. It's on you. And so you need to get it off of you. And so you need to have those conversations, especially like, you know how you say things to people in your head? Mm-hmm. Like you're talking in your head. You saying, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that. I'm going to have this conversation. And you never say it. Right. Stop procrastinating. Like we said, and have those important conversations. Absolutely. And this is a side note, but I have to mention this because I didn't tell you this, but you will be so proud of me. Okay. I hurt. I hurt somebody's feelings and their feelings shouldn't have been hurt. And I did not apologize. No. You said, and their feelings shouldn't have been hurt. It shouldn't have been. No, because okay. I, I felt like, you know, and everybody was looking at me like, you're not going to, I'm like, no, 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 because a, I meant it. B, it wasn't to hurt her feelings and C, I don't know why she feel bad. I don't know her. She don't know me. I mean, I know her, but you know, one of, um, my coworkers baked cookies. <laughs> yeah. You like, said, like these is nasty. No, I say, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't eat. Oh, you bake these yourself. I say, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Your kitchen's not certified. I don't know. I have rid of your kitchen. You right. got pet. I know you got pets and stuff like I don't know. Well, I, yeah, I don't think that a person's. I got pot. Like, I don't think like, that. Are a, you saying I'm dirty? No, well, that's what you're taking. That's it. What, exactly, yes. and you must be. You must got. You must be light on the Ajax. I don't know. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I did not apologize, and we were all eating lunch, and they were looking at me, and I was like, "What? Pass the soda, thank you." Well, uh, is, I don't think that it's, it, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. You know, I pass up on potlucks all the time all and the time. I am a person who feels like mean what you say and say what you mean and stand firm in it. Exactly. And, and that's that. So have important conversations. Also, what you can do to stop procrastinating is and this is what I need to stop procrastinating on. Get my space clear. Your space is very important. Mm-hmm. It, it really does reflect what's going on. Mm-hmm. And if you feel yourself in a rut for some reason, take a look around your space and see what's in there that doesn't belong. Start getting rid of things and then bring things in. Like I'm going to bring a plant into my office, you know, just a little bit more life, some greenery. I have a window, you know, mm-hmm. hope plant don't die. You know, you have to take care of your space mm-hmm. because your space really does set your mood. I agree. Well, you know how I feel about that. I am definitely a person who likes minimal things in my space. Mm-hmm. I like I'm a person that's like a space for everything and everything in its space. Right. Uh, and I, you know what? It's funny because when that you bring this up, when you were talking about how you had the seasonal depression. Mm hmm. I was like, oh, wow, you know, that, that might be in my mind. You know, mm-hmm. I was talking to myself in my mind. I was like, yeah, it's probably a real thing, this, that, and the third. And I was wondering if I was going through that because for the last couple of weekends, I have been having a lot of stuff in my second bedroom. And you know how I feel about stuff, stuff. you know. <laughs> and so and every day I just kept looking at it like, damn, I need to clear that stuff up. But I just never did. I just kept doing whatever I was doing. And it was just getting more and more and more and more. Then it was making me over anxious because it was piles of clothes on the bed and just like shoes. It just was a lot going on. Mm -hmm. And so I I cleared it up. 
to say the least, because I, I was I like, you did, because you can't take it. Yeah, oh. no, I can't. Mm-hmm. And but I, I think that it's a great, like you said, finish up your year strong, cleaning out your space and even the space of things that you have cluttered in your mind. You know, your thoughts, clear, clear those out. You know, those negative thoughts that you have cluttered in your mind, you need to clear those out as well, because that brings about space as well, where you could put more positive things and that you can do the things that we're talking about, which is finishing up strong. You can positively think about these things. You know, you can positively stop procrastinating, you can positively have those important conversations. And now, like we said, clearing out your space. Yes. Mm -hmm. Emotional space and your physical space. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I like that. Another thing is do something good for somebody. Now, there's scientific evidence that says helping people helps you. It makes you feel better. It increases your endorphins. You feel happy. So there are a plethora of things going on around the holidays that you can jump in and Mm. volunteer for. And if you usually give money, because sometimes I'm equipped to throw five dollars at a cause. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, every little bit helps. Here you go. Here's five dollars and keep it moving. Mm -hmm. So if you're one of those people, do something this time, because when you do something for someone else, well, in my opinion, it should be checking something off of your uh, New Year's resolution list. You should be helping people. But that's just me. But it helps you to feel better. Mm-hmm. And you accomplish something. So do something nice for someone. Volunteer. Pay for their donut at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Pay for the car behind you in a drive-thru. But there's a, there's a lot of things that you can do, especially mm-hmm. around the holiday time, because that's when most people start to do things. Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of people need help as well. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, that's no, where a lot you. of people need help as well. You know, it, that those are the reasons why you have organizations like Toys for Tots and, right. um, you know, people that feed the hungry and things of that nature. You know, th- now is a good time to think about people that's less fortunate than you, you know, and that you can, like you said, be of service. Because like you said, throwing money at it ain't always it, you know, actually mm-hmm. being of service does make you feel good. Now, does it count all of the stuff that I do for people on a regular basis or I got to do something new because I need to know. Are you are you asking? Well, come on. The stuff that you do on a regular basis is the stuff that you do on a regular basis. So I got to go out and do something new besides all these folks that I'm helping already. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> How was that different? Uh, I don't know, but I got to see. This is just like your birthday list of giving somebody a hug, <laughs> paying it forward. I got to think about this stuff. But okay. All right. Well, look, it's, and this is because this is what I say. You know, I do a lot for a lot of people as well. And I always tell people that, you know, if I win the lottery, you're out. Mm-hmm. I would say, I would take care of you, you when I was broke. Exactly. <laughs> I know that's right. Exactly. If, if I win the lottery, you're out. You won't mm-hmm. give somebody else a chance. Right. <laughs> you know, so yes, yeah, so do something else. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> do something else. Another thing you could do is ask for what you want. Mm-hmm. Now, this really plays into people's independence, their drive, 
they're like, you know, I'm going to get it and I'm going to do it on my own so nobody else can say they did that or whatever. But you know what? Most times that is the long way. Mm-hmm. That is the long and the hard way. Mm-hmm. You know, the goal is to work smart, not hard. Mm-hmm. And if there is someone who can help you, because real help, you still have to put the work in anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, even when somebody helps you, you still have to put the work in. Mm-hmm. That's that's real help. But ask someone for what you want. And even if that person is not able to help you, a lot of times they can lead you to the person who can. Mm-hmm. You don't know everybody. But if there's something on your list and you don't know where to start, you don't know what to do, ask somebody. Mm-hmm. And like you said, we have so much access now. You could just, you know, hit somebody up on social media. You can ask the Googles. Exact ask Google. You can send uh, you know how those websites have contact us mm-hmm. info at jkq.com. You know, you can ask for help. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think that well, I, I I'm listening to this closely because I'm not a person who usually asks for help or like or even asks for what you want. And I think for asking for what you want goes back to even having a tough conversations. Like mm-hmm. after you have those tough conversations, then ask for what you want. You know, um, don't just complain or like you said. Don't just complain like, oh, I need help. I you just saying it to yourself, you know, in your head. No. Get out there and ask somebody for help. And and I am taking this all in because all of these things on this list, besides have the tough conversation, I don't be doing. But I'm trying to finish it. I'm trying to finish out my year strong. So these tips are giving me something to look forward to in these last two weeks before 2019. So, yeah. Yeah, man. This was some good shit that you had on your mind. <laughs> all right. So So here are my three biggies. Okay. Because these things tend to be on the New Year's resolutions top 10. They're like, I don't know if they're the top three things, but mm-hmm. they all they're always in the top 10 things. Okay. These three things are always on there. And we want to finish strong. We can still accomplish these three things. Okay, what you got? Diet, exercise, and saving. Whatever order. They're in. Mm-hmm. And you know, whatever order they're in in your life, and you know, I am a person who I believe in the impossible. Mm-hmm. I have faith like crazy. And just like, so let's start with savings. Because look, if you wanted to save and you was on Route 3 today, picking up a couple dollars, that's just the Lord saying, hey, you still you got know? time. Exactly. You can do it. And I'm going to start you off with a little mm-hmm. something. A little something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I, be- I do believe in the impossible. Things can happen. You mm-hmm. never know. And people are always like, mm, uh, that's not going to happen. Well, that's not the way to be thinking. You always have to think positive. Things can happen. So you still have time to open up a new bank account mm-hmm. at an online bank. Or you could do what I did. I went to a whole nother town at a small bank. It was a black-owned bank. And I went and started a savings account there. And I'm telling you, they have like regular banking hours from 1960. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just glad that they opened for an hour and a half on Saturday. Because if I ever needed 10 cents of my money, I got to wait. 
Right. (laughs) They don't have a whole bunch of online stuff, but it helps me to save because once the money is in there, it takes me by the time to get it. Exactly. By the time I can get over there to to get it, I didn't figure something else out or Mm -hmm. I I really don't need it. Mm -hmm. I I figure it out another way. So there's still time to save. Well, wait a minute. Maya, have you been saving? Um, what I will say about this savings is, is this. We have talked about, you know, people think that they don't have enough to do something. So with mm-hmm. like insurance, you know, people think right. that they can't afford insurance. Mm-hmm. And it goes to the same thing with savings. People think that they can't save. To answer your question, yes, I have been saving. Um, I need to get another job because I've been dipping in my savings a little bit too much lately. Um, but that's a whole nother podcast. I was a person who didn't think that I could save. I had a conversation with somebody and they was like, you know what? Just start saving like a dollar a week. Mm-hmm. And then when you start to see the accumulation from that, right. you'll want to save a little bit more. Right. So everybody could find a dollar somewhere. You, right. you might find, you know, 30 cents a day. You might find 70 cents tomorrow. And then there you go. You know, got your little dollar and then just start saving that. And so that's wh- how I started. I started out very small and then I worked my way up to something a little bigger. Uh, you know, I'm hopefully prayerfully, you know, in these next two weeks, I have a little something more to contribute to that. Uh, but like you said to me, you got one, two, three, four paychecks left. You could take something right. out of that and save. Right. So yes, I have been saving. Good for you. <laughs> now the next thing, exercise. Well, we know you got that disorder. Well, let me just tell you this about. <laughs> <laughs> let me just say this because I am a person. I I believe in practicing what you preach. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I'm going to finish strong. You are. And and exercise induce you to carry it or not. <laughs> my my fat ass got to do something. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> my clothes is looking crazy. <laughs> and I cannot live, I can't live this life. <laughs> I can't live this life. I have already been a friend of mine. He always like every month he posts like a little <laughs> challenge or something. Mm-hmm. And this month is like 900 flights of stairs. 90 miles, you know, all these little things. And I was like, you know what? I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, when I go downstairs to get something, I go down, up, down, up, down, get what I got to get, and then up again. Right. You know, okay. I'm ta- yeah. I got my little tally mark. Mm-hmm. And can't, no, something's got to give. Exercise induced <laughs> you to carry my ass. Because my ass is... <laughs> <laughs> you are crazy well listen you know i have been you know i have been exercising and i will say this i i said today i was exercising today and i told the girl that i exercise with i said i all this stuff i've been doing i should be skinny but i'm not i'm not skinny and not that i'm trying to be so skinny but you know what i'm saying i should definitely be further along than i am now with all of this movement that i'm doing but i will say this exercising has made me feel better. Okay. Even if I'm not losing the weight the way that I want to, I am stronger. 
You know, I can walk further. I can do a little running, more running. You know, my grocery hands is on point because I could take all my bags in one trip without breathing real hard. I used to always take them in one trip, but I was breathing heavy by the time I got to the front door. But now I'm like putting them on the counter and I still ain't breathing heavy. So I'm doing good. Exercising. And here's the thing. You got two weeks. You can start with just a little something. Get some five pound dumbbells. And yeah. just like do that while you're sitting at your desk, get up and walk to the bathroom four times, you know, even if you ain't got to go. Just little things that you can do that will help you. And this, I'm talking to you while I'm saying this, not the people. Uh, this is <laughs> Oh, me. I was uh, encouraging. <laughs> I was encouraging the people, but I am going to do something. So I'm listening. OK. And so what else do you have? The last thing is what? Diet. Well, there's. And we. And- <laughs> And we know those three things, savings, exercise, diet, they come up on New Year's resolutions just about every year. And, you know, every if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I am a excuse maker. Mm-hmm. I my excuses have excuses. I didn't even got the doctor to write me a note about why I can't exercise. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's serious. But I am if you want to finish strong, no more excuses. And excuses is different from procrastination. Some mm-hmm. people use excuses to prolong the procrastination, but I, my procrastination excuses are two totally separate things. I'm telling you, I ride by the supermarket, my favorite supermarket, just about <laughs> every day on my way home from work. Mm-hmm. And I am going to start going to the supermarket at least twice a week when I ride by because I don't eat processed foods anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, and I am going to get this diet together. I went to the produce stand, got some produce. I'm telling you, I'm not waiting for the new year. I'm not waiting for spring. I'm not saying, oh my goodness, wait till after the holidays. I'm not. I'm doing the shit now because these fuck these thighs live in two mm-hmm. different zip codes. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. No. So you can start now. You can start today. And in two weeks, before January 1st, I am going to lose five pounds. I believe that you can do it. Diet is you. a huge thing for me. It's probably why I'm having a conversation with this girl. As much as I'm sweating and hopping around and doing CrossFit and lifting 100 pounds over my head and, I, you know, all kinds of stuff that I'm not at the goal that I want to be at. And that's because my diet is half-assed. I too will finish strong and change some things around about my diet. Just change some things around about my diet. I am not even going to set forth something that I'm going to do. I ain't going to say I'm going to lose five pounds because it is the holiday season. I will probably be lying to myself, but I will change some things up about the diet and I'll revisit this again in 2019. You want to revisit it? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, if I'm nothing else, I'm true to myself. And I mean, let's be real. We having Christmas dinner. Then it's going to be New Year's. I'm getting me some coquito. I'm um, going to be eating me some pie. I'm eating me some cake. I'm going to see if my aunt could bake me my favorite cake, which is yellow cake with chocolate icing. And yes. I'm going to slice that thing real <laughs> slow. You know what I mean? So I could savor the taste. But don't let that deter you from finishing strong. No, with it's not. Diet. It's not because it, it's not. 
and I'm going to eat. I'm going to have desserts. I'm going to have all of that. I'm not going to do it in excess. Right. And I'm still going to work out because I've been paying this gym membership. They've been taking it out my check. And I don't care. They's like, oh, it's only $10. I don't care. It's my $10. And I don't ever go. But I bet you I'll be in there morning, noon, and night now acting like I own the place for right. my $10. Right. For my $10. Because I pay $10. I want this machine. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I am not going to be playing. But speaking of Christmas dinner, mm-hmm. and what do we say about your space? Clean your space. I'm telling you, my bestie is going to be so happy because since you volunteered my house for Thanksgiving dinner, there the is Christmas no time dinner. to, oh yeah, Christmas dinner. There's no time to clean. I'm just throwing everything in the trash. Just everything's got to go. I'll say this in finishing up. God always knows what you need. Exactly. And he knew. I'm that finishing I'm, strong. He knew. That I was volunteering your house and that you needed it so that you could clear the space out mm-hmm. of your life. I mean, clear the clutter out of your space. Yeah. So I, I love it. I yeah. love it. He really did. And it was so funny. I was telling somebody, I said, yeah, um, I'm hosting Christmas dinner. And they said, you are? And I said, yeah, my cousin just volunteered me. And they was like, oh, they just, I said, yeah, but it's okay. Cause I volunteered her for Thanksgiving. Like next year, so I mean, you know, it's just how we do. So well, my... we're looking forward to having it at your house, and we are looking forward to finishing up the year strong. very strong. We're going to stop procrastinating. We're going to have those tough conversations. We are going to Clear clean out the clutter. We are going to focus on our diet, exercise, and saving. Mm-hmm. What else are we going to do? What do am I... something good? Oh, right. We are going to do something good for someone. I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts tomorrow morning, and I will pay it forward unless they are getting two dozen of donuts like (laughs) the last time. And then I will have to rethink doing something good. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, the last time I did something good, I paid for the car behind me at the Chick-fil-A. I don't suggest that you do that because Chick-fil-A, even though they're real nice, they kind of pricey. They high as hell. Let me tell you, they, you, you paying for that smile. You paying for that, my pleasure. Trust and believe that. But do you have anything else uh, for this week? Let's get out of here. We are going to go ahead and get on out of here. Like we said, finish up 2018 strong. You still have time. And while you're finishing up strong, do not forget to follow us on all social media sites. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at We Did That Shit. Remember that a new episode drops each and every Monday. Follow me on my personal Twitter. It's MyMy13. That's M-Y-M-Y-1-3. And I'm at Babiamina. That's B-I-B-B-I-A-M-I-N-A. Find the podcast wherever you can find your free podcast. We are everywhere. And we will be here same time next week. Finish strong. Do that shit. I love you, Maya. Love you too.